how's it going tonight, everybody? We are Run the Real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we're uh, cruising right out of our J Horror category into the car movies category. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A nice, nice, very contrasting category, I must say. Going from the grudge to this thing. We're, yeah, it's it's very good summer category, though. Like, car movies are like summer blockbuster movies. They, they like, go together. And uh, we, we've got a blockbuster tonight. This movie made a ton of money when it came out. Um, Fast and Furious. This is number four in the series. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which... Let me. I I took a side note. What a terrible naming convention this like series has. <laughs> Everything is fast and furious or fast something. The fast and the furious. I think I said on the last episode that I'd seen one through three, but then I watched this one and I was like, wait a minute, this is number four, not number one. <laughs> so I definitely haven't seen the first one, but. <laughs> I think I even linked the wrong movie to watch, and uh, Terry had to correct me <laughs> well, in the I, Discord. If I remember right, in our last recording, we were all very cocky, making jokes about how stupid the tiles were. We're watching The Fast and The Furious. We were so adamant about that, and then we, we were totally wrong. It was Fast and Furious, not The Fast and The Furious. I don't know about you, but I did watch The Fast and The Furious as well. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> Dan did his homework. Yeah, this category came conveniently uh, in line with my watching of this franchise. Um, because, yeah, I've been going slowly going through them myself. I just watched Tokyo Drift probably like a few weeks ago. So this was next on my list, hence why I picked it. Well, tell us a little bit about it then, TV. What is Fast and Furious? Well, let me just, uh, I think IMDB, wait a second. This is weird. So there's there's a there's a summary here by Ame Kazan. That's the top summary on IMDb. And then there's one written by Universal Studios that's below it. Yeah. It was less <laughs> rated than this guy. Random IMDb user. I'm going to read uh, the Universal Studios one. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's some poor intern out there who appreciates you. <laughs> it's also like a paragraph long. Here we go. Okay. Heading back to the streets where it all began, two men rejoin two women to blast muscle, tuner, and exotic cars across Los Angeles and floor through the Mexican desert. When a crime brings them to L.A., fugitive ex-con Dom Toretto reignites his feud with agent Brian O'Connor. But as they are forced to confront a shared enemy, Dom and Brian must give in to an uncertain new trust if they hope to outmaneuver him. And from convoy heist to precision tunnel crawls across international lines, Two men will find the best way to get revenge, push the limits of what's possible behind the wheel. All right. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's really long. I can see why it was less uh, <laughs> rated. <laughs> Usually these log lines, there's like a sentence or two at most. But, you know, why not just <laughs> let's spice things up a bit? Man, I got it. Just call it Fast Cars, Furious Men. There's a log line. Though the log line for this, or the tagline on the poster for this one's actually pretty good, I think. New model, original parts. Oh, that's pretty funny. Cause it, it, it's weird, too, because I didn't know 
going in, Vin Diesel and like um, the crew that you're used to in the new movies, that don't happen until the fifth movie, really. Well, five and six. Yes, I was confused. I have a weird um, like relationship with the Fast and Furious series. I haven't seen the movies that started off. I've seen from like five on, but not the ones before five until now. Well, five's where it gets real good. Kind of seems like you could almost start at five and not really be missing any vital information. Yeah, there's some story stuff I was confused about, but we'll get to that. Fast and Furious. This movie came out in 2009 and was directed by Justin Lin. And of course it stars the leading dude, Vin Diesel, which what better guy to lead a movie than a dude with his last name Diesel when it's about cars? <laughs> that is so fitting. Possibly the coolest actor name ever, Vin Diesel. <laughs> yep, I know. It's good. And then in contrast, you have Paul Walker. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. But yeah, before we get started, there will be spoilers for this movie. So if you're worried about that, come on back later. Go go around the roundabout and uh, meet us on the other side. Yeah, well, I honestly, I wouldn't be too worried about him. <laughs> Not for this movie anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what'd you guys think of Fast and Furious? Uh, Funnily enough, out of the I haven't watched Tokyo Drift yet. That's next on my list. Out of the first, the second, and this one, I like the second one the best, funnily enough. That one's not bad. I guess, I wouldn't say that any of them are necessarily great um, that no. I've seen so far. <laughs> <laughs> no. This one included. But uh, some of them have been more entertaining than others, um, for sure. That's why I like Too Fast, Too Furious, because it was more entertaining and they were in their car like the entire movie so that made it better too i think part of the reason that i thought this one was the first movie was that there's really not that much racing compared to like the second one like did i just miss a whole thing or is there like two car races in this movie i think there's one car race like when they try out for the drug lord yeah that's the only race right that's the only race the rest are chases it's interesting, right? Because all the old Fast and Furious movies before 5, really their basis is street racing and, like, crime. But this, after 5, or I'd say after this one, starting with 5, is when they kind of rebrand it a little bit, give it a new identity. And this movie, to me, feels like the last hurrah of the old style of Fast and Furious and you can see like how it's going to change into what it does with Fast Five going forward. That would make sense because those are the only ones I've seen really is from Five on. And they have a lot of really cool, intricate like stunt work set up in those movies. And this one just didn't have much of that. And like one of the major car like chase scenes in this was in a cgi tunnel which seemed weird compared to like the rest of the movies i'd seen but that makes sense because i haven't seen the ones that started off the franchise i've only seen what the franchise became i don't want to come off across that i didn't like it because these movies are pretty entertaining they're like 
popcorn blockbuster movies, and I feel like for the most part they kind of get that, and this one had some cool blockbustery stuff in it. But I just like watching Vin Diesel do things. <laughs> it's interesting because I don't I don't want to give credit to the story writing in these first four because the writing is terrible. But if they do accomplish something, it's really fleshing out where Vin Diesel gets the it's all about family thing from, right? Because <laughs> yeah. the first one, he's got his crew uh, with them or his original crew or whatever. And they're supposed to be a tight knit group, but um, that doesn't really go so well. And then. Two, he's not in it, but you get more stuff with Paul Walker. And then this one, um, since Letty, his girlfriend, gets killed off and he goes on his rampage, you really can see why in the later ones he's all like, it's all about family when he gets his new crew and everything back together, which was kind of cool, I thought. I guess it starts out in the first one where he's in prison for assaulting the man who accidentally killed his father, which he very much repeats that pattern in this one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's an angry man. He's an angry dude. Don't mess with my family, he says. <laughs> <laughs> he takes it very personally, so. And he loses it all, and then he gets it back, and then that's when they really ham it up with that angle. <laughs> at the as a side note, I guess at the time we're recording this, the family Vin Diesel memes are very much prevalent on the internet right now. How did that line up with this so well? That just seems so random. It's because the Fast Nine came out like around this time too. Yeah, F Nine. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I I, I want to like Vin Diesel in this, but I got I, I he was not selling me really. I gotta say, so there's he he had a couple of like where I was like, wow, he's genuinely pretty good in this. But other other times, I just thought he was very like just kind of like his eyes were kind of just blank, and he's just like staring out into the distance. <laughs> he's sleepy, sleepy Vin Diesel. That's what it seems like, you know, like yeah, when like Michelle Rodriguez and him are like sitting on the beach, and he's just like staring ahead, like he's supposed to be looking kind of like serious and like brooding but i'm just like he just looks like he's kind of zoned out <laughs> <laughs> at least to me I, but there are a couple good scenes like when he's um getting recruited at the tryouts or whatever when they want him to go do the race to see if he can make the team um and he's like talking to that uh boss the guy who's in charge of all the drivers and he's like are you the boss it's like a real driver knows what's in his car all this kind of stuff i was like okay now he's he's really good like he, he does good at like the tough guy stuff but the emotional stuff I'm not as into with him. I don't know. My my favorite visual moment, Mike's visual moment, was uh, I wrote, nothing is more American than Vin Diesel wearing aviators with an oil well behind him <laughs> brooding at a funeral. I did the same <laughs> thing, Mike. I did the same thing, Dad. I was like, great shot of America at Letty's funeral. <laughs> a big, bald, muscly man in shades standing beside an oil pump. <laughs> he just needs a gun and a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's funny. For for me with these movies, I like never take them seriously at all. Um so I just like watching Vin Diesel do things like he shoots a shotgun with one hand while he's driving a car and stuff like that. It's it, I just like watching Vin Diesel do all these things like blowing up his car to 
you know, do the drug deal thing, whatever, when they were going to kill him. Like, I, I didn't even really know what's going on with the story half the time in this movie. Like, it's not difficult to follow, but it's kind of... Boring? Like, off, <laughs> yeah, often boring. Exactly. I just like watching Vin Diesel and the crew do things. Like, Paul Walker was pretty fun to watch in this, too. Oh, man. He is so much better in this than in the other one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody was really good in the first one. That's for sure. And then two, he's not much better in that one. <laughs> but his supporting cast is a lot more entertaining and a lot better in two. And then this one, he doesn't talk too much, so <laughs> he's much better. I give him credit. I do think he's gotten better, yeah. I think part of my issue kind of stems from these things, right? Because I do like watching Vin Diesel do things. And I'm glad that Paul Walker is a man of actions and few words now. But I feel like there are so many freaking cuts in this movie that I never hardly see anybody actually do anything. I see them get ready to do something, and then I see the aftermath. There's a reason behind that. The further along they get in this series, the more they start doing actual stunts and practical effects mixed with CGI appropriately. And with that, like this one, I think I liked the best. Well, I don't know. Too Fast, Too Furious was... We'll say after the first one, they really went to doing more practical effects and mixing them with CGI. But with that, they're putting in a lot more cuts because they don't have the stuntmen to pull it off yet or something or they don't know how to film it well yet. So it's like, I appreciate that they're not doing the CGI because it was genuinely bad and the way it was filmed was terrible in the first one. But I, I appreciate that they're doing it or they're trying to get on the right track. But I do agree that there's way too much quick cuts and way too much shaky cam in this one. I agree. I wrote the first like major stunt in this movie. It starts out with it is them stealing the gas. Or the oil, whatever they're getting. Oh, that's the best part of the whole movie, I think. I don't know. That's my favorite thing. Yeah, those that scene was very reminiscent, reminded me what the series becomes later. And I was expecting more of that in this movie, and there just wasn't. Yeah, and it was mostly practical effects, too. Yeah, they do a live-action car stunt there. Han, like, reverses and flips around that semi, like, all in one take there, yeah. Yeah, that was the best part. It never looked quite lives up to it, and I, I was kind of disappointed because it was just so cool. Yeah, it was just, it wasn't like, it was over the top, of course, but it wasn't like overblown crazy. It was a nice blend between what I assume the movies get later and like the original. They weren't stealing a tank and driving it over the ice. It's like <laughs> more quote-unquote realistic. I like that even in that sequence, it was still like cheesy because the guy driving the truck was like feeding his lizard or an iguana candy bar. That iguana was so cool. I was so worried that I was going to die in the wreck, but I assume they saved him. That that first action scene was, was pretty good. Like I said, too much shaky cam, too much quick cuts. But it's still much better than that first movie and parts of the second one even, too. And I don't even think that one's that bad with all that stuff. I think it's just later when they're like doing foot chases and 
stuff like that's when it gets really bad with like the quick cuts and stuff. Because yeah, I thought it was all pretty well shot at least at first. And they're in the tunnel. That's pretty bad too. Oh but, yeah, uh... that tunnel. I did not like that set piece much at all. I thought that was lame. You can't even see what's going on. Like. There's, it's not a, that's not a very fun location to watch people drive around in because it's so bland and boring. Ugh, like, uh, man, I just did not like it. I'll slightly disagree with you um, on that. I think it's a great idea. That's just they couldn't ever pull it off. Well, I mean, they, they probably could. Well, no, I don't know how they could pull it off. It's a good idea because it, like, showcases how good of drivers they are because they have to stay in that tight line and make all those crazy turns without running into the walls and stuff. So I think it's a good idea, but it's like they couldn't do it, so maybe they shouldn't have done it and saved it for something else when it could be a lot cooler <laughs> well i would say this is like number four like we know how good they are at this point well we've seen them in the street races mainly not in like the tight compact tunnel the tunnel was a cool idea i i agree with you there dan but it needed to be like in a canyon or something that they could have actually filmed it that would have been neat oh the grand canyon man where's Vin diesel we could just throw him that idea have they, I assume they haven't done a Grand Canyon stunt yet. Come on. If he doesn't jump it in F9, I'll be disappointed. They need to go there in the Marianas Trench next. <laughs> <laughs> They're driving in the submersibles. <laughs> Their car's just floating down. Oh, that'd be epic. <laughs> I do kind of wish, uh, like, I don't know. Like, I like the first scene as well because it felt like there was kind of like a team dynamic going on, you know? It felt like... They were going to introduce us to all these crew members, but really, we don't get to know any of these people at all. They all kind of disappear, besides Vin Diesel. <laughs> One of them gets murdered, apparently, and Han goes to Tokyo or something. <laughs> I hear there's something cool in Tokyo. It's like, really? Kind of, I thought that was pretty funny, actually. Yeah. I know why he's doing that. Yeah, but I, I wish they would have stuck around with this team dynamic, because... It feels kind of wasted to me. I don't know. I feel I, they're just they don't. There's no like point to them really. It could have just been Vin Diesel and uh, what's his girlfriend's name? Uh, Lily Michelle Michelle Rodriguez, Letty. Letty, yeah. It could have been him and Letty, you know, just hanging out, and I would have been fine with that. These other people, they have like no purpose at all, really, in this movie. Yeah, that that's a problem with the story. I f feel like they were trying to do character development like how does dom act when he's separated from the group or whatnot and it's just the story and the characters aren't good enough to pull that off super effectively even with throwing i i don't know i took a note about this i haven't seen the early ones but i thought paul walker was like always part of the group the first one he's an undercover cop who gets hooked up with um, Dom and his crew, right? And they go through some stuff. I won't spoil it in case you wa want to watch it. But no, he was not. He, I mean, he kind of was, but kind of not at the same time. He likes racing. Racing's his passion. But he's still a man of the law. I kind of like figured that out with context clues. But I was a little confused just from... Like what I'd seen in the series, he was all part of it up until Fast 7. 
You know, honestly, if you watch one and two, it gets even more confusing. I thought he was always part of the group. Then I figured out context clues. He kind of wasn't. But then I I was like taking notes. He's an awful cop. Yeah, all he wants to do is work on cars and race, like you said, Fox. Yeah, get the fancy ones out of impound and go race them. Yeah, like when she's like, which cars do you want? And he's like, I want them all. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, this is... We're going to get the classic music garage montage scene. Yeah, I, I did like that. When they were like, it was cross uh, cut with Finn Diesel's montage of him putting his together too. That was sweet. That was an awesome montage. I can't deny that. That's something all the Fast and the Furious movies have like done well, is a good garage work on your car montage scene. Sometimes it's like a military vehicle in the later ones, though, or a plane or something, but... They have that, and then they have the cars pulling up with the close-up shots, and then all the girls dancing as the other montages that they do. <laughs> and Pitbull. Pitbull was in the soundtrack. I love it. There's so many butt shots in this. Jeez Louise. There is a lot of butt shots. Like, they had... I don't know. They, it felt like they were trying to make up for the other movies in this <laughs> one, but honestly, the others had had a fair amount of butt shots in them too but this one they're like man we're gonna get every butt here <laughs> we're gonna put it on screen it was like you know because i was like okay these kind of movies that's what people come for this kind of stuff for you know they're like just the action the titillation sexy cars and sexy women yeah and but in this one i was like okay it really does feel like it's a bit much there's like multiple scenes of just like women making out with each other too and that's just like, what i was gonna say and like all of them there's always a gratuitous chick make out scene every time this one had like three though it was nuts yeah there's three of them at once it was yeah i was like okay you know what fast and furious i get this is like you're playing to your audience here, but come on. <laughs> I know. Like, obviously, we're supportive of, like, lifestyles in the community, but this feels <laughs> exploitive, maybe. <laughs> A bit much. But, Mike, I think you're on the right track. Since this is a more personal movie, it relies more on just Vin Diesel, uh, Paul Walker, and Jordana Brewster. It's not as good, because... You know, I haven't seen Jordana or Jordana Brewster in too many things, but for Paul Walker and Vin Diesel, they're not that great of actors, so they really need that that really good supporting cast with them to really, like, get you invested. This one suffers a lot because it focuses on just them, and the story and writing is not doing them any favors either. Like, when in this movie did... Dom and Brian resolve their issues with each other. It's when uh Paul Walker saves him from the after the bullet wound, I think, is when that's like that's when we're supposed to take it, okay. They're cool. I think they address it a little more in five again before Vin Diesel fully accepts him into the crew. Okay, that that's good because it's like <laughs> he saves him from the bullet, right? But then doesn't he just like beat the crap out of him later on in the movie <laughs> yeah for some reason it michelle rodriguez's character was undercover for paul walker's character for some reason and that's why she died and that's why he's mad yeah and then paul walker throws a little fit on the floor after he gets beat up and 
I'm sorry, Dom. I'm sorry. Which, it was a cool fight. I like the fight. Yeah, I did too. I kind of feel bad for Paul Walker because he doesn't feel like he's got getting his licks in here because <laughs> it's like just when you think he's about to get the upper hand with like the leg grab around Vin Diesel's neck, he literally just lifts him up and slams him back down on the ground <laughs> with one hand. Yeah, dude. That's why I love watching Vin Diesel just do stuff in this movie. Like his interrogation method, he holded the an engine above some dude's head with a chain from crushing a man... And then he like hung him out the window and they had character development with Paul Walker. <laughs> like Vin Diesel's character is just like sheer strength of the gods of American muscle. <laughs> I love it. Now that scene I was a little disappointed in because he's like, I'll kill anyone who gets in my way. But like as he's doing that, he's secretly tying a rope around that guy's leg so he doesn't kill him when he drops him out the window. <laughs> Was like, okay, so you're not going to kill anyone who gets in your way. Just like one very specific person who got your girlfriend. The guy from the window? The guy gave him what he wanted. He didn't have to kill him anymore. He didn't get in his way. That's true. That is true. I just thought it was a silly combination of things to do in that order. <laughs> that didn't bug me too much because I was like, ah, oh, he's just talking big to scare Paul Walker off so he could get away or whatever. And he's like, ah, he's not that bad of a dude after all. I did think he would kill the drug lord at least, but no. No, he doesn't kill anybody. He runs over the the lieutenant guy who actually killed uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character, but that's it. And that was pretty cool when he did just run him over. That was cool. (laughs) He just splatted him against the wall. That was or a car. That was sick. Man, did anybody else think it was dumb how he blows up all those cars and then he obviously has the chance to kill Phoenix and they just leave? I was like, why'd you even blow up the cars, you idiot? That was a very weird sequence overall. Like, was he expecting to be held up at gunpoint there? Like, was that not part of his plan? That could have been it, Fox. And they just did not communicate that at all (laughs) to the audience. It just, yeah, it plays out kind of strange, but I guess I do love explosions, so. Yeah, it's <laughs> a cool set piece after that, I guess, right? Just takes a bullet, doesn't even flinch. Jeez Louise. Oh, that was funny. When he turns, he gets shot and just looks at the guy. The evil eye. I love Diesel. I want to love him, but uh, I, th- I think his acting, it gets better over the years, too. I thought he was better in a... Oh, what movie did I watch with him? Bloodshot. I was like, you know, he's he's fine in this. He's he's doing good. I like to watch him. He's like Arnold and The Rock, right? All these guys, they get better the more experience they have. Even, even Paul Walker, too, since I was talking crap on him for these earlier ones. They all, by the time we get the F7, I'll just call it that, because I don't know if it's fear. It's Furious 7. That's what it is, I think. By the time we get to there, they're they're all pretty they're they're fine. They're all doing their thing pretty good by that point, so like you were saying earlier, Dan, about things feeling kind of like rush, like when did they resolve their differences? I feel like that's just the thing in this whole movie because Paul Rockers like falls in love with uh, Mia, is that her name? Uh Vin Diesel's sister. Yeah. They just suddenly they're back and friendly again too for some reason. That one's even less developed, I would say. It's like why would you ever get back together with this guy? And they do not ever flesh it out. That was so weird. Cause they like, he just, 
like he's working on the car with Dom and then Mia shows up and and Brian gets that look in his eye and then Dom has to know what's going on and he just waits outside patiently patiently for for Paul Walker to get fast and furious. Oh no. Excuse me, I'm going to go uh, spend some alone time with your sister in the kitchen real quick. And like what clicked? Why is suddenly this okay now? I don't understand. They hated each other. Well, he Paul Walker liked Mia, but Mia did not like uh, Brian. That's Paul Walker's character's name. Mia did not like Brian at this point. Come on. You've seen action movies, TV. You know, the hero just forcefully grabs the girl's face and makes out with her, and then it's all better. Oh, God. No, I was not. I'm not accepting it this time. This is the last <laughs> draw. This is the, the breaking point. It was really weird. Like, maybe... Maybe Mia could be part of the crew and, like, be helping them with all this stuff. That would have been... Because she doesn't really have anything to do in this either. Like, there's really no point of her even being in this movie. They they fix that in the later ones. Yeah, because I was going to say, she's she she's trying to save uh, Dom at the end when they're all going for the prison bus. Like, so obviously she has skills, so I don't know why she couldn't actually, like, join in the fun a little bit. That would have been nice. Well, I was going to ask you guys, I thought maybe you picked up something like, is she okay with them being criminals or does she not want them to be criminals? And is she one herself? She d was not okay with it in the first movie. Like she was fine with them street racing, but not with them like boosting the TVs and things in the first movie, right? I guess that changes though, when Dob goes back to prison and Bloody gets killed. Well, yeah, because then she's in on it. And I was like, wait a minute. Wasn't she just like chastising them like an hour ago for this sort of behavior? You don't mess with family, though. <laughs> of course. You don't mess with family. I mean, in this movie, Dom abandons family. He goes off to like Mexico or something for a year. That was so freaking dumb, too. And he's like, like, I love how, like, he tells Letty's, like, you gotta leave because the they're after me and they're gonna get, they're gonna get me. And Letty rightfully's like, you're a moron, Dom. <laughs> she <laughs> was. And you're a moron. And then he does it anyways. I was like, you expect me to take this movie seriously after you pull that crap? I was like, I was already out of the story at that point. I was just in for the action. <laughs> Like, I think it's even worse than the first one's story. And I mean, and that one's not anything to write home about either. <laughs> I like the first one a lot better. I think like I'll, even like the characters and stuff, because at least they're like they're all like around and you get to know everybody and it like kind of establishes all their dynamics and the, they, they change at a reasonable level. They're all so lame, though, except for the ones who end up sticking around in that movie, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they're all lame in here, too, besides Vin Diesel. <laughs> I guess Paul Walker. They're better than the two who didn't make it out of the first one. <laughs> eh, I don't think so. At least I got to know them. I don't even know any of these people in this one. Yeah, you, you know Vin Diesel and all of them. It's the third movie with or second movie with them. Yeah, I mean, and I liked him in the first one, too. I'm just saying, like, there's, like, the two arguing people speaking Spanish that I don't even get to know. Han. All the characters are so much lamer in this than that. Like, you don't get to know any of them, except for Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. There's a short film, apparently. Apparently, Vin Diesel made a short film introducing those two arguing guys, bringing Han back. 
and like just showing their group dynamic and fleshing them out. Really? When did he make that? I think after this movie. So what I read was that the studio was like, ah, let's see how this movie does before before we make five. And Vin Diesel really wanted to do something. So he made a short film. Maybe I need to watch that. Maybe I'd like it better. But they could just throw those 18 minutes of short film into this movie, I feel like. Yeah, it would have been fine. It would have made it, what, two hours? That's not that bad. Not not getting to know them didn't bug me too much because I was like, eh, they're just showing that this is what they were doing in Mexico, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't feel like any of the characters are nearly as strong in this. Even Vin Diesel, I would say. Even Paul Walker. Like, yeah, they're just not as developed, dare I say. <laughs> Which is a weird thing probably for Fast and Furious, but. They kind of developed Vin Diesel because his whole shtick is, I ain't going back to prison. That whole thing or whatever. And then in this one, he's lost everything. Not really, though, because he still has his sister and Paul Walker. But <laughs> he's like, I'll I'll go to prison just to bring this guy justice and so I can kill the guy who killed Letty. So that's some decent character development. And then Paul Walker ends up throwing out the whole cop thing, too, so. It it just doesn't. They don't ex, they don't develop those like I, like he starts one way, he ends a different way. But like I just don't feel like it's explored nearly as well as say like the first one. I didn't expect this to be amazing character piece by any means. No, after one and two, I was not either. <laughs> but I will say it still did not maybe hit the levels I was hoping. I think one had the benefit of having to introduce you to everybody, which helps that one out a lot. Even though I. Did not like that movie at all. I think I rated it below average on all the social media stuff for movies. Um, I really did not like that one. But so that might be clouding my take on this one a little bit, too, because I think I did like I like this one just a, a teeny bit more than the first one. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Mainly because the action is much better even with the faults that it still has is much better than one <laughs> that's crazy then that there's nine movies in this franchise now well that the director this guy did three four five six and nine and the writer did three four five six seven and eight so it does help that they've got like a team that's cranking these things out so they can improve themselves, yeah. Yeah, and they obviously do since we've been giving praise to Fast Five and what comes after that. I do think the franchise is interesting that like it started out kind of with a movie that it sounds like was just a mediocre action movie, but now there's nine entries in the franchise with the ninth one coming out this year, and that they keep making a bunch of money. Like Not a bunch of other franchise can do that as well like there's marvel yeah it's pretty cool I, I think that is cool that there's at least something that's a little different that you know yeah that, that that still draws people in that's not marvel or star wars something like this and they came up with it on their own too it's not an adaptation as far as i know i haven't seen any info that it's an adaptation of anything oh like, is it based off some hit novel that'd be hilarious <laughs> that would be pretty funny <laughs> But 
Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I just like the way that it's progressed. It's been kind of fun just watching them just to see how it kind of slowly has been morphing because you can kind of feel it from the first one to this that how it has slowly just kind of been starting to get a little crazier and a little crazier as it goes. Well, even from one to two, because two is nuts. It's insane. Like, and then this one, they try and do both one and two. I think it's cool. Like, this is, you know, they're getting all the action hero dudes together in this franchise and i like it it's like the expendables yeah i think that's cool i mean and i feel like they could just keep this going you know like they could just kind of like you know cycle through different like people who are popular at the time and keep it fresh that way keep going crazier i guess it's gonna eventually it's gonna get hard to <laughs> to keep going crazier i think but so far they seem to be pulling it off they they've done pretty good because like I haven't seen the eighth movie, but the seventh one they did some pretty crazy stunts. Like even in Fast Five and Six, they do crazy stunts in that. So I've seen Hobbs and Shaw, and there's like cybernetic like soldiers and stuff in that, like super soldier Captain America style people. It's like what the heck? This is crazy. But yeah, I think I, I do appreciate that. That's why I kind of want to get into it. It's like, man, this series feels like it's just going to keep going. I might as well jump on the bandwagon, you know? It is fun to be like a fan of long ongoing things like franchises and stuff. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And how often do these like franchises actually get better as they go rather than not? It's crazy that everybody always says, yeah, five is the best one. And it's like, really? What franchise ever had like the fifth movie that came out be the best one ever. Like, I, I don't know. That's pretty sweet. It's interesting to watch, and I like it. I think that's part of why I like watching these movies, too. Like, I've never turned it down if someone's like, let's watch one, because they're just interesting. And they're fun, cheesy movies. Like, I had a blast watching this one, just watching Vin Diesel do stuff. You know, I guess for me, on the franchise as a whole... I, I do look forward to moving on past five, because that's where I'm at now. I I wish they wouldn't focus so much on their continuity. I feel like it would be better if we could just have like a villain of the week kind of thing, instead of, we gotta do this movie to get money to fix the compounding threat from the previous movie, and then just keep doing, I don't know, It's it's gotten a little tiring, two through five at least, doing that, except for three, I guess, which is its own. It makes it convoluted. It does, and I, I, it would help me with the franchise as a whole if we could just do without that. The lore matters, Fox. We gotta have the lore. Yes, the lore, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the dark, the deep, dark lore of Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah. It definitely matters after watching <laughs> these first three. Like, I don't know if it gets better about that, but... <laughs> eh. <laughs> no not really <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> ah, gotcha hobbs and shaw is like its own thing kind of right i don't feel like i was missing much maybe that's what they'll start doing is like the the fast furious presents whatever so and so Ooh, ooh, i like that idea yeah the origin story yeah i thought the the villain in this was kind of lame too i didn't really like him Braga? Yeah, I like the twist with the the villain where it was like he they'd been talking to Braga the whole time. He was like their recruiter. That was a How good twist. How did we not? But... Okay. Now hang on. I thought that was the stupidest twist ever because that guy they've been talking to is the one who's been calling the shots the whole movie. He's never like, 
well, I better go call my boss or I better go check in with the man up top about this stuff I'm sending Yon. He's always like, yes, you will do this. Like when they did the twist, I was like, wait, didn't we know the entire time that he was in charge? No, they're trying to trick you. He, he's just, I always thought he was the lieutenant. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I don't know. They have him being in charge far too much to be the man who's not in charge. He's like the second in command, and Braha's like the secretive guy that nobody knows about. Like, that's like, he's the guy who, like, takes the orders, and then he, like, kind of, he does what he wants with it, I guess. I don't know. But he never takes the orders. He just tells them what to do. We see him talking in a room with a mysterious old man. That's supposed to be the hint that that's for who Braha is. And Gal Gadot's, like, always, you know, we're, like, doing everything he says, running around him, hanging out. Not the actual Braga. Well, big brain fox figured it out, but <laughs> I did not. I thought it was cool. <laughs> I don't know. Small brain fox, I say. I don't know. I was very unimpressed with that lame twist. Hmm. Oh. Peanut brain Terry did not figure out the twist. So. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I just didn't think they gave the villain enough time to be like cool or interesting or anything. Very generic, lame. He's just like, we. by the time we know who he is, he has like a scene at the end at the church. And I was like, this is too far, too little, too late. Like, I don't want, the development is, I don't need it anymore. Just don't even try. <laughs> that was so dumb, too. Like, he's just in there and then look who shows up. I'm like, really? Okay. Yeah, I guess we don't need a scene of them breaking into the church past all the guards, right? Yeah, like, how'd they fun. get there? How'd they not get found out by all his millions of like cronies yeah they didn't handle him too well no they didn't even like have time you know like because the, the cool way to do that would have been is like if they'd become like kind of buddy buddies with him or something you know like he was a bad dude you know but the, he wasn't like he was nice and friendly and they like would always go to him you know they're like hanging out with him having drinks with him that kind of thing very charismatic dude you know that would have been nice but the yeah the twist doesn't really have even like I guess it would have been more gut-punching. Like, it's like almost like a member of the family was the bad guy all along. Now, that would have been a twist. Yeah, they, yeah, that villain was very much squandered, I thought. Well, they kind of wanted to do two villains. They wanted him and then the guy who killed Letty. But they didn't do much with either of them. Yeah. Why did they even need to make those two different characters? They needed two villains, one for Vin Diesel and one for Paul Walker. Oh, uh, that's actually probably true. And I guess there's that conflict kind of at the end of, like, will Vin Diesel kill him or not? Because Paul Walker wants him alive because he's, like, on the side of the law at that point. So maybe there's a little bit of a conflict there. But I just wanted Vin Diesel to kill him. I was like, I don't really <laughs> care what happens to this guy. <laughs> but I think you're onto something with that, Mike. They got to each have their dude. They were the two main characters that they tried to put the, was it consternation between them? But... Yeah, it just kind of failed. Wasn't that interesting? <laughs> they just got over it magically. They're like, we're not mad anymore at each other. We're cool. Bruh. Oh, God. They don't say bruh in this movie, <laughs> like, at all, which surprised me. Because was it, is it, it's part two where they say bruh a trillion times. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? That's yeah. That's amazing. Like, it was giving me flashbacks to, like, middle school where all my friends would be saying bruh all the time. I was just like, <laughs> did they watch this movie? You think I should stop saying bruh? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I feel attacked. Don't do it, bruh. 
Oh boy, you, you don't say it like Paul Walker does. <laughs> so that's probably good. <laughs> bruh. I mean, that's one thing I am happy about the sequel. No more bros. <laughs> no more bros? No more bros. You you mad, bruh? I am mad. I am mad, dang it. <laughs> How could you do this, broski? <laughs> Broski's better, brah. That's lame. Ugh. You don't like it, brah? <laughs> it's like, I think of like frat houses when I hear that word for some reason. Like just the broiest bros. <laughs> <laughs> well, are we ready for some overall presentation? I think I'm ready. Yep. All right, we got a scale that we use around here to rate these movies that goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We all give a little spiel, and then we throw down our grade, our ranking. So who knows what we're all going to say. You know, usually we like to pick randomly. But, you know, it's interesting. I, I, was, I was doing some, I don't tell people a lot about this, but I do a lot of, like, street races and stuff in my spare time. Um, good thing this isn't, like, a publicly available podcaster. I might get busted. But there's this one guy there that he, he wanted to make a very interesting bet with me. And I was like, okay, I, 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 I could gamble every once in a while. What, what, what's your bet? And he goes, if I win, you go first. But if I lose, Mike goes first. I was like, oh, nah, it's on. And man, I raced like my heart depended on it. I was drifting around corners. I was going so fast. And I absolutely smoked him. So, of course. As per the bet, Mike will be going first. Nice car, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bruh. Got some Nas in that car, bruh. Bruh, this movie was dumb. The story and the characters <laughs> weren't that great. But I still had quite a bit of fun watching it um i like watching vin diesel do things i mean he drives and shoots his shotgun one-handed to pitbull and then seconds later he like interrogates a man by holding an engine above his head just dumb cheesy stuff like that i liked um i'll give this a soft watch don't expect much watch fast Five through eight first, and then you might like this one, but <laughs> soft watch from Mike. Ah, well, see, that's interesting you say that, because I, I, think, I think most of my issue stems from that I've seen five in Hobbs and Shaw. So now coming to four here, it's like, that's just what I want, because, I mean, everything you said is true, Mike. There's a lot of dumb things that happen in this movie. It's fun, but it's obviously not as fun as it could be. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I you know, I I I I enjoy cars, you know. I enjoy car movies and all, but these first four, I mean, I guess I've only seen 2, 3 and 4. These first 3 I've seen, I've been less than impressed with. I don't know, it was not what I remembered it being or hoped it was. I I kind of feel like people should have started at 5. I wish I had just started at 5. I'm going to give it a soft pass, I think, you know. I don't despise it. But I know how much more fun it could be, and I would just rather watch the later ones. I'm a mixed bag with this one, I guess. It's the action is pretty decent. I mean, the editing could be better. The, they could have like had some more steady camera work with it too, which would made it nice. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I just was kind of honestly bored for a lot of this. Um, the characters, I don't think are that well fleshed out their interrelationships seem to just kind of change at a moment's notice. Um, and there could be some interesting stuff they could do with the, the, the situations these guys are in, but I don't think they really capitalize on any of it. The acting I'm not a big fan of. I think 
honestly, I mean, Vin Diesel, he can, he pulls it off sometimes. He's got his moments, like I said, when he's being a tough guy, the action scenes, he's good. Um, Paul Walker, he's better than he was. I honestly probably won't complain too much about him, but the, like, I think most of the side characters are honestly better than these guys, but the problem is that these guys are the focus of this movie, and I just did not like them that much in this. Um, I'm going to give it a pass. I, I I like all the other Professor Priest that I've seen uh, much better than this one. So, I, yeah, I, I think I'm just going to give this one a pass. I like what our hosts have said here before me. Bruh, this is a <laughs> dumb movie <laughs> with dumb writing and dumb characters. Um, I don't. I don't like the first one that much. Like, I I totally see why people would like that one. And I don't think this one's very good either. Heck, I don't even think two's very good, but I like that one a lot more than this one because it's actually fun. <laughs> and like Fox said, it is fun, but it could be much more fun than what it is already, especially at this one. I mean... It sucks that we just got to focus on Dom and Brian because they're they're really like not that interesting in this one. Um, all the side characters are the ones who are the most interesting, and it doesn't help that the writing's bad, the story's bad. Um, that's just oh, it's just not very good. The what is good in this though? is the action. The action's much better than what it has been in the past. I haven't seen Tokyo Drift yet, so I'm hoping that one uh, is also pretty good, since this one it was a lot better than what it has been in the past, and it just keeps getting better too, which is good. They actually put in the effort um, to get better with each of the sequels. I I thought it was neat seeing how Dom like loses everything and how he just starts off with all his family stuff after he, he gets broken out of prison and all that stuff. So that was kind of cool, but yeah, just, just start with five, man. Don't, don't bother with these old ones. They're not worth it. Maybe two, if you want to have some fun with something that's not gonna, doesn't even matter <laughs> in the whole series. So yeah, just start with Fast Five and go from there. I'm I'm gonna give it a pass. Oh, there you have it. Passes and a watch. Nice. Fast and Furious Four, two thousand nine. Since I have to clarify for myself. Yeah, it is confusing. I'm excited to get the five though. I think on my Fast and Furious journey, I think I'll like that one much better. Oh yeah, it was pretty fun. I remember liking it. All right, who's got the next pick? Who's got our next uh, car movie in our car movie category? Ooh, I've got it. I've got the pick, and it's Drive, a Nicholas Winding Refn movie. I, like, watched almost all of this guy's movies at the start of this year, and I've been wanting to talk about them for a while. And I know you guys have watched some, and there's mixed uh, opinions, so. Yes. I ain't seen none of his movies, bruh. This is a good one to start with, I think. I don't think it's his best, Dan. I it was it's good, but it got a little like hyped up for me. It's not my favorite of his. It definitely is a like a Reddit darling. I swear I see that it's talked about on there it seems like once a week. 
how awesome Drive is. The vibe of this movie is so cool. I love it. But Drive, that's my pick. I'm excited to watch it again, though. So Me too. I do have the, uh, the steel book of it, but... The question is, did Terry buy it before he watched it or after? (laughs) (laughs) That is a good question. So, yeah, in the meantime, if any of your listeners out there want to get in contact with us, uh, let us know your thoughts about, you know, car movies. If you got any favorites, um, your favorite Fast and the Furious movie. I'd love to hear that, too, as I drive through this series very slowly and surely. Um, Did you like four? Is four your favorite? Uh, I have. I find that hard to believe, but I would love to hear it if it was, because <laughs> someone needs to, to boost this movie in my eyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Run the Real, or you can email us at runtherealpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. We want to hear from you, bruh. Yeah, bruh. Well, thanks for listening to us tonight. We really appreciate it. This is Run the Real, signing off. <laughs>